Hey, this is Jim. Welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. There is a popular phrase in our culture right now. You've heard it. You've seen it around. And I don't so much have a problem with this phrase because it can be used different ways. But I want to make sure that when you do have this thought, when you do think in terms of hustle, or I've often called side hustle, that's the thing that you do on the side to generate a little income. Hey, that's great. But when you do think of it, that you're thinking of it properly and why that matters. And here's why I think hustle is dangerous or side hustle can be a dangerous thing that doesn't actually take you where you're trying to go in your life and in your business. And this is based on timeless truths. Now, if you haven't gone back and listened to early episodes of this podcast, such as episode zero, where I talk about the biblical foundations of this show, regardless of your worldviews, I'll just give you a little recap here of why this is powerful information. It's inarguable that the results that people who follow biblical tradition and biblical truths, specifically for thousands of years, the Hebrew people, Jews, many of which are atheists, by the way, if you didn't realize that, many people who are Jewish consider themselves to be atheists but they understand these principles and they apply them to business and they work extremely well. One of those principles is what I'm going to address today, actually a handful of them. And the reason this is such compelling information from my vantage point, regardless of your worldview again, is the fact that Hebrews stand out head and shoulders above all other measurable demographics when it comes to success, especially in the world of finance and business. For example, 2% of all Americans approximately are Jewish, yet approximately 40% of the people that you'll find on any kind of list of business success leaders will be Jewish. How is that possible? Once we've eliminated all of the racist and illogical and poorly thought out explanations, The most recent explanation I heard is, well, they're just smarter. They're slightly smarter on average than everyone else. Well, there's no connection whatsoever between intelligence and business success that anyone has ever established. I mean, come on, it's the guys getting C's and D's in school, very average intelligence that are launching the most successful businesses. So there's no connection there. It's the only possible explanation once you've eliminated all of their explanations is they use these timeless truths. So with that set up, done very rapidly and very poorly. It's done much better, by the way, by my good friend, Daniel Lappin. His his Business Secrets from the Bible book, that's the title, Business Secrets from the Bible, or the book that came out before that, Thou Shall Prosper, is a great book as well. And again, you don't have to be a Christian. You don't have to be Jewish. You don't have to even believe that any of this is real. If you look at the evidence, however, it's undeniable. These timeless truths simply work. So the Bible, as a Christian for me, is my life guide, and these principles are clearly in there. I'm not going to go into exactly how they appear in Scripture. I'm just going to tell you what the principles are. You can do your own research if you'd like. I've learned these things from reading uh, Hebrew tradition as it applies to business. So hustle, what's that have to do with all of this? Why can't I just have a side hustle? Why can't I just look at what I do for a living as a hustle? Maybe you've got a job, and that's where you go when you work nine to five. And you got this side hustle over here. You're making some money with it. Well, here's where I have a problem with the side hustle. 
a few different things that come to mind. Make sure that these are all in balance so that you're not sabotaging yourself. First is the law of specialization. We thrive most in life when we specialize. We have something that we're known for. We have a craft that we're perfecting. We have something we're putting our energy into. We're known as the guy to go to if you need X, whatever X is. Your reputation is built around it. You pour your energy into it. You study it. So if you've got five or six side hustles that are loosely related, you're not doing that. That means you're going to achieve far less in life. You're not going to get as far if you're spread out all over the place. And for those of you who are really paying attention right now, your next question might be, but Jim, you talk about multiple streams of income all the time. Yes, I do. But they complement each other. It's not chaos. It's not running in a hundred different directions. It's complementary. For example, you get really good at sourcing profitable products to sell on Amazon. And then you start helping other businesses sell their products on Amazon as a consultant. And then you start teaching people how to sell products profitably on Amazon. See how it snowballs? You become a part of a community and you're a leadership in the community that teaches people how to use the internet creatively to sell on Amazon. You see how all the streams are heading in the same direction? Your reputation builds and swells in each of those areas. And the whole time you're specializing, becoming more and more of a leader, you're systemizing, right? So when I talk about multiple streams of income, they're always flowing in the same direction. It's not a random mishmash of different businesses that have nothing to do with each other because of the law of specialization and reputation too. You want to be building a reputation as the man, the woman who you can go to for this topic, for this advice. You know, I'm talking inch wide, mile deep specialization. Being kind of good at a thousand things is being fairly useless in just about everything. It's another way of saying the same thing. Now, I'm not knocking people who have a skill and different hobbies and different interests and that sort of thing. I'm the same way. We're all that way to a degree. But there needs to be something that you're known for, something that you're the go-to person in your circle of influence. And I would highly encourage you that it's not be something you call a side hustle. It's like, ah, that's just a little side hustle I do on the side. That's nothing I... You want to have something that you can latch onto, and that's what you're known for. That's what you do. That's who you are. Those are the high achievers. Again, this is biblical truth I'm throwing at you. This is what has led those in the the Hebrew tradition to be the super mega overachievers across all geographic boundaries, across all geopolitical spectrum of belief systems. They've embraced these truths and applied them And I'm just dumping it on you. Whether you choose to believe it or not, that's up to you. But the proof is there. The evidence is there. The history is there. It's undeniable. And you want to be able to tie your reputation proudly to what it is you do to earn money. And here's another reason. Because if you're not proud of what you're doing, even modern psychology will tell you this. Again, a lot of these things, you can toss out the Bible if you want and call it common sense. That's cool. As long as we're coming to the same proper conclusion here. If you're not proud of what you do, if you don't find a great deal of fulfillment and belief that you're actually making the world a better place doing what you do, you're going to find ways to self-sabotage. You're going to undermine it. You're never going to achieve as much as you could have or should have. So you've got to be proud of what you do. And calling something a side hustle, make sure you're not undermining the value of the service that you're providing in doing that, right? If I'm 
let's just pull something random. If I'm walking dogs in the neighborhood as a quote side hustle, and that's what I call it, am I demeaning that somehow? Am I losing track of the fact that for $20, I'm helping somebody who otherwise wouldn't be able to get out and walk their dog that would cause them a great deal of stress. They really love their animal. They want their animal outside while they're busy off working, serving other people. And that's a stressful problem they're having trouble solving. And for a few dollars, you solve that problem. You're making their life better by making their dog's life better. That's a service you can be very proud of. So make sure you're taking pride Because to me, the connotation that comes to mind of the word hustle, and we had a conversation in our Facebook group about this. I was just curious what people were thinking, and it was kind of split down the middle. Some people have a negative connotation. Some people have a positive connotation about the word hustle. And anytime I see a word where half of us like it and the other half of us don't like it, and we're kind of struggling to define exactly what it is, is it a good thing or not? We don't know. I kind of like to eliminate those words from my vocabulary because it's not a word that means the same thing to everybody. So I'm not a big fan of hustle. I wouldn't call what you do on the side a hustle. I would call it another creative way to serve people. And the way you know it's working is they're willing to give you certificates of appreciation. We call them dollar bills. So you know you're serving them well. It's not a hustle. It's a service. So be proud of it. Another disadvantage of calling it a hustle is you may not be building genuine relationships. If you just look at it as a way to, to, you know, maybe even scam a little money off somebody, uh, you know, I got this little hustle going on the side. If you look at it that way, if you're not creating transactions that lead to great relationships, you shouldn't be in that business. Another way of saying the same thing is if your customers aren't happy the day they buy it and the day after, and even I would argue a few months after they've given you money for whatever it is you provided in service, then that's not a good business to be in. That maybe is a scam. Maybe you should call that a hustle in a negative connotation. And you should get away from that business model. Because remember, this is another biblical truth. Transactions are the beginning of what's supposed to be a long-term mutually beneficial relationship. It's a way to start a relationship on a note where both parties benefit. That's what a business transaction is. So here's another thing you could miss out on if you're not taking pride if you're not taking pride in what you do, if you're looking at it as a kind of a, ah, it's a, it's a side hustle, I could take it or leave it, it's helping me pay the bills. You know, we go through seasons of life where sometimes maybe you do those things, but take pride in them because something else that you'll miss out on is if you're not doing it with passion and you're not putting your whole heart into it and it's not something you're proud of, well, it's not taking you to a great place. And this is something that hopefully as you're listening to this will resonate with you. Our culture tells us so constantly, pursue your passion, pursue your passion, find something you're passionate about and do that. You know, what are your passions? Passion, passion, passion. It's a word that's so overused when I'm thinking, and I agree with, uh, it's Mike Rowe of, you know, dirty jobs, Mike Rowe. He says, don't pursue your passion. Instead, just take it with you. Whatever you're doing, do it with passion. And you know what? When you start serving people well with passion, they're going to notice They're going to reward you. You're going to get noticed. You're going to feel a sense of pride. And as I'm sitting here recording this podcast episode, the guy who picks up our dry cleaning in the bag on my front porch every day just pulled up a few minutes ago. He's passionate about what he does. He's a gentleman in his 60s. 
and he calls to remind me if it's been a few weeks and he's always checking in. Hey, how you guys been? Hey, Jim, saw you out running the other day, looking good, buddy. You know, we, we have this conversational thing going. He's passionate about what he does. He did not grow up. I guarantee you, I've never asked him this question. I will if you guys want me to, but I promise he didn't grow up as a 10, 12, 14, 18 year old thinking someday I'm going to passionately pick up and deliver dry cleaning. That's what I'm going to do. But you know what? If you saw him now, you'd say, hey, this guy loves what he does. Why? Because he brings his passion with him. He does it with excellence. He has a whole bunch of happy customers. When we see him in the community, we wave, we say, hey, he loves what he does. He loves serving people. He loves being known as that guy. He's doing a great job of it. I'd pay more than we pay him to do his gig. He's really good at what he does. Why? Because he brings his passion to what he does. And Truth be told, there's probably a whole bunch of people in this community that would hire him in a heartbeat for another gig because he's just got it. He brings a smile. He's consistent. He's on time. He remembers you. All those things, all those intangibles. So he's taking his passion with him. Some people might call what he does a side hustle. Like, oh yeah, he does what he really likes on the side on the weekends. But man, that's it. Yeah, that picking up the dark king, that's, that's a side hustle. Don't treat anything you do like it's expendable thing on the side. Do it with passion. It can take you great places. And something else you miss out on if you don't take that approach is an opportunity to teach others, to lead others. If you do what you do with excellence, you do it with passion, even if it's purchasing retail arbitrage items off a shelf at a store and flipping them to customers who are very grateful for the service you provide, by the way. Imagine those customers happy you're saving them time, the convenience. They don't have to get in the car. They don't live near a Walmart or whatever store it is where you're sourcing. So they're grateful to pay a few extra dollars for your service. But if you don't do it with passion, if you don't do it with an internal voice that's telling you this is a service, a valuable service that I'm providing to others, and if you don't truly believe that, well, you're going to miss out on many leadership opportunities, the opportunity to teach others what you're doing, the opportunity for someone to pay you to tag along to learn the business because you're proud of it and you want them to be proud of it and you teach them how to do it the right way. And they pay you gladly because you're helping them become financially independent with this great strategy that you've learned. So be proud of all the activities you're taking. So if you can call it a hustle while still being proud of what you do, while still feeling like it's something that you could specialize in and lead others into, put your reputation behind it, build solid relationships through that business model, well, yeah, call it a hustle if you want. But I would kind of argue that that's maybe not the best idea because a lot of us, when we hear that word, we have negative connotations. It's like, oh, you're tricking people out of their money. That's what we think of when we think hustle. That's what guys used to do around the pool at the pool hall. And, you know, you'd hustle somebody. You'd act like you can't play pool. You challenge them to a game. And it turns out, man, you're a pool shark. You just hustled them out of a bunch of money by placing a bet. You know, that's what a lot of us think of when we think of hustle. Okay. So just be careful with that word. Reevaluate the way you're using it. And maybe you don't use it at all, but I've just given you a little internal red flag about that word. So you're careful with it. And I've told you the secret, several secrets from biblical wisdom, timeless biblical truth, secrets to going as far as you can and making as much of an impact as you can by being passionate about everything that you do, every task that you take on, your reputation's tied to it. Be proud of that. Be proud to tell others what you do and why you're the best person in the area 
in the region, maybe in the world, at what you do. You're focused, you're building your reputation on it, you're doing it with excellence. People are looking to you for leadership in that arena because you're just so good at it and you're so focused. All right. So hopefully that challenges you. Hopefully some of these thoughts spur you forward. I love encouraging business building warriors. That's why we do this show. Hey, if you disagree with any of this, that's cool. Send us a note. You can always jump over to silentgym.com and tell us what you think. Good, bad, ugly. You want more of this? You want some clarification? Let us know. I answer all my own email. I've given out my address several times. I personally see every email that's sent to jimcockrum at gmail.com. If you have trouble getting a hold of me or spelling that or whatever, just go to silentgym.com. Send the team a note. I'll see it. Okay, I promise. Hey, God bless you, Business Building Warrior. We love doing this show for you. The team and I are so grateful that you took some time to listen today. We'll have another great episode for you real soon. God bless. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.